Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. Gabe, in this episode, we want to continue talking about the command of Christ, hear God's voice. And we want to talk about how does this command relate to us. I think that's a really critical thing to talk about, Gabe, because a lot of times I feel like I've read through the Word of God, but yet not taken the time to really see and and ask God, how does this relate to me? What are you trying to speak to me? And so um, we want to focus on that in this episode. But before we do, I want to recap on the command. The command is here, God's voice, and it's we get that, drive that from Matthew 11, starting here in verse 15. Jesus says, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And it's interesting, Nate, because we actually see this command repeated throughout multiple times in the Gospels. We also actually see it in Revelation when Jesus is speaking to the churches, Mm -hmm. and he's saying, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And we looked at in our last episode how this isn't just a matter of, of physically hearing the audible sound mm-hmm. it's actually about the understanding of the heart where it's like the he that hath ears to hear let him hear it's kind of like he that hath ears to hear let him understand mm-hmm. right like let it sink into his heart and transform his life he that hath ears to hear let him hear and because we see that that, that god wants to just like we have physical eyes and physical ears, we have spiritual eyes and spiritual ears. You know, in Ephesians it says um, that the eyes of your understanding, Paul is praying, and he prays that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. Mm-hmm. In other words, not just that you would hear something, but you would see it, that you would understand it, that you would embrace it, and that it would transform your life, right? Or when the Lord's saying, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear, it's not just physically hear sound, it's hear with the ears of your mm-hmm. heart, if I could use that That's term. Right. In other words, that it would be that you would understand, that you would not just that you would not just hear the words entering your hear the words in your ear, but you would understand them with your heart. And you know, Jesus said obviously in speaking about spiritual sight, Jesus said in John three three, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. And so just like when we're physically born, we have physical eyes and physical ears, when we're born again of the Spirit of God we, we have spiritual seeing, right? We, we, we can see and perceive mm-hmm. the kingdom. We have spiritual ears. We can hear and perceive and understand what God is opening to us from his word by his spirit. Mm-hmm. And so it says, um, in, it's interesting, another place in this command is repeated is later on in Matthew, in Matthew chapter 13. And it's after Jesus gives the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jesus explains why he spoke to the people in parables. Because when someone, some of the people heard the parables and didn't understand, they didn't perceive. They heard it, but they didn't understand mm-hmm. it. In other words, they had ears, but they didn't hear. Mm-hmm. Right? They didn't hear it. They heard it, but they didn't hear it. Um, in the sense of understanding and perceiving mm-hmm. what Jesus meant. Because what did Jesus say in verse 13 of Matthew um, 13? He said, Therefore speak I unto them in parables, because they see not. And hearing, this is interesting, it says hearing, they hear not. Wow. So he says hearing, they don't hear. <laughs> right? So in other words, I can hear, but not hear. That's exactly right? right. In other words, that's why he says, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear, because it wasn't just that they it, they were hearing, they were physically hearing the sounds entering their ears, but they weren't perceiving it with their heart. Right. They weren't understanding, they weren't embracing it. Um, and so it says, Hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. Um, and then verse 14 says, And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which saith, By hearing ye shall hear, 
and she'll not understand. Mm -hmm. So that would be having ears, but not understanding, not really hearing. He says, and seeing, ye shall see and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes have they closed. And obviously he's talking about spiritual ears and spiritual eyes, right? right? He says, their eyes have they closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and listen to this, Nate, and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. And that's that's the end game, right? Is us understanding with our heart and being transformed by the truth that we're hearing. And so it's when we talk about he that hath ears to let it let him hear, it's not just hearing, but it's understanding. It's allowing it's the spirit of God opening the eyes of our heart to hear, mm-hmm. to perceive and understand and be transformed by the truth of the word of God. A really good practical example about this, Gabe, is as I was studying this command, I actually looked at the spectrum of sound. Like, if you look at the entire spectrum of sound, humans can actually only hear actually a a pretty small portion Mm -hmm. of sound, meaning there's a lot of other sounds out there that animals even can pick up that we can't even pick up. And that, and, and so what I'm saying by that is if if we want to hear God's voice, you know, that's, if you will, on a spiritual frequency. We have to be born from above. We have mm-hmm. to be born from the spirit of God. We have to have God's spirit living mm-hmm. within us. And, and a verse that confirms this is actually John eight forty seven. This is Jesus speaking. He that is of God heareth God's words. Ye therefore hear them not, because ye are not of God. Um, and Gabe, basically, kind of going back to what you just said, is like one person might ask, well, okay, so how do I hear God's voice? Where does this even start? How does that really apply to me? Well, just like, Gabe, you said that when a, a baby is born physically in the physical realm, they have ears and most of the time they can hear. They even do um, hearing tests on newborn babies to see, to make sure that they can hear the full spectrum of sound that they're supposed to hear. Well, when we are born from above, as Jesus explained to Nicodemus, that we then get spiritual ears, if you will, so that we can begin to discern, to hear, and to understand God's voice. Well, and that's so good, because as you were saying, a newborn baby having a hearing test, I think sometimes as believers, we need a hearing test. <laughs> I think we do. You know do. what I mean? Like, are there things yes. blocking? Are there things, yes. is there is there hidden sin in our life? Is there things in our life that are hindering us or holding us back from hearing right. God? Or are we too caught up in the busyness of life? Like, like we need to take a hearing mm-hmm. test. And one of the reasons it's so important, and I think this is really a key time to bring this in, Nate, is one of the number one ways as believers that God is going to speak to us is going to be by his spirit through his word. That's right. Like one of the number one ways that God's going to speak to us is to is to speak to us through his word. His mm-hmm. spirit bears witness with our spirit and he speaks to us through his word. And this is interesting because scripture says in Romans 10:17, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing 
by the word of God. Mm. So as we spend time in the word of God, the spirit of God uses the word of God to grow and to increase our faith. Mm -hmm. And as we spend time in the word, it's like it tunes our ear to hear from the Lord. That's right. It sharpens it. The more we spend time in the word of God, it's like it gets our ears, if you will, our spiritual ears in tune to hear that frequency of God speaking. Um, And I think another thing, important thing to bring out in this, how does this command relate to us? Does it even relate to us? And it does. And I think one of the things we need to understand is God wants to speak to us, Gabe. In fact, I honestly think that God is speaking a lot more than I am listening. And that's that's the problem. That's that's why I believe one of the reasons why Jesus is giving this command, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear, <laughs> is that I'm not taking the time to listen mm-hmm. or I'm uh, or I have things obstructing mm-hmm. my ability to hear his voice. Well, mm-hmm. God wants to speak to us. Isaiah 52 verse 6 says, "Therefore, my people shall know my name. Therefore, they shall know in that day that I am he that doth speak." Behold, it is I. And, you know, we've talked about this already, Gabe, but it's important to reiterate that relationship is built upon hearing. It's built upon listening. It's not just hearing the audible, but it's perceiving the heart behind what's being spoken. And so believing that God actually wants to speak to me, believing that God actually wants to speak to you, he wants to speak to our listeners, mm-hmm. is critical, because why would I even desire to hear God's voice? Why would I even desire to fulfill this command if I don't feel like God's personal and if I don't feel like God wants to speak to me? Yeah, I think that's so good to realize that God wants intimate relationship with us, mm-hmm. and so he wants to speak to us. And isn't it amazing to think he wants to speak to us even more than we want to listen. Yes. And so it's like, may God just use that to awaken in us and stir us to get into his word and say, mm-hmm. God, I want to hear from you. And That's I'm willing right. to persevere past all the noise. Yeah. I'm willing to turn aside from the busy things of life. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to pull the earbuds out, set That's the right. phone aside, open the Bible and say, Lord, would you speak to me by your spirit right. through your word to pursue, to hear from him and to listen? Because really... You say, okay, well, someone may say, well, how do I get to know God's voice? How do I know when it's God speaking to me? Well, I think that one of the key things is that the way you get to know someone's voice is through listening to their words. Yes. In other words, as you listen to someone's words, you get to know their voice. Here's what I mean. Let's say that somebody calls you. Let's say your mom calls you. And let's say this before caller ID. I know this is hard to picture, you know, but when I was a kid, the phone still had a cord. You know, know what I'm right, saying? Right? At least some of them did. Um, but it was like, and, and now everybody has the cell phones and, and, and you know, you, it has caller ID. But just imagine for a minute that there wasn't caller ID. You didn't know who was calling. And so you answer the phone, not knowing who it is, and it's your mom, and they say hello. And it's like so many could recognize it was their mom's voice just by the way she said hello. Yeah, she didn't even have to say her name. Right, she doesn't say She doesn't be like, oh, I'm not a telemarketer, I'm your mother, I give birth to you. Like, she doesn't have to say all that because you recognize your voice. As exactly. soon as she says hello, you know her voice. But you say, why is that? Why do you know her voice? It's because you've listened to her words right. a lot, your yes. whole life. And as you've listened to her words, you've gotten to know her voice. Mm-hmm. And it's the same way with the Lord. As we spend time in his word, we get to know his voice, right? It tunes our heart to hear from him. As we spend time in his word, That's we get right. to know his voice. And not only that, Gabe, but not only do you get to know a person by listening to their words, but you also get to know them by being close to them. Right. Um. You know, Scripture talks about God's voice in many different ways, but one of the ways that God's voice is referred to is a still, small, quiet voice. 
And Gabe, I know I've heard you mention in the past of just like, well, in order to hear a still small quiet voice, you have to be a number one listening, and then B, you have to be close to mm-hmm. that person. So, yeah, you know, I, I wonder for our listeners, if you're wondering, well, why am I not hearing God's voice? Well, one, are you listening? And then two, are you close? Now, mm-hmm. what examples do we have of this? So this is really neat, Gabe, because um, God is just so, so amazing in how he works and, and how he creates things. And just let's take a baby, an unborn baby, for example. Okay, so at 18 weeks, from my understanding, a baby begins to hear sounds in the womb. Now, these are sounds would be, the sounds that it would be hearing would be the heartbeat of the mother, the breathing. And in many ways, this is actually creates a security for the baby because actually after the baby's born, you know, you can put sounds, audible sounds on for the baby, similar to the heartbeat, similar to breathing, that actually calms the baby down. Why? Because it's familiar. But why is it familiar with those sounds? Because they're close. You don't get any closer than being in the womb with your mother. Well, what's even more amazing is at about six to seven months, babies begin to hear sounds outside of the womb, meaning my talking, your talking. Um, they get they they begin to, un- to 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 hear those things. And now. Uh, the understanding part of that is they'll they'll start to as they get older and as they mature and as they're born they'll start to put an understanding to that so their understanding may be limited but yet they know who their mother is i believe in many ways because they're they're in such close proximity in the womb and they begin to hear now this example carries on even with um, animals, which is really interesting. I grew up on a small farm, Gabe, and so uh, two of the animals that I worked with most closely on our farm was horses and dogs, and both are super keen to hearing the voice of their master. Um, we don't have time to go into it, but a situation that saved my life when I was horseback riding was because my horse, which was an Arabian, listened to my voice and that's in many ways why I'm sitting here today. I could have been dead because of that. But another really good example in nature is wood ducks. I didn't, I don't know if I really knew this, Gabe, but wood ducks, female wood ducks, they'll, they'll lay um, an egg one per day for several days until I think maybe they have around 15 eggs. And then throughout the time of incubation, the mother wood duck will communicate to the baby wood ducks inside the egg by I think some like clucks or different noises and the babies will will respond back. Well, this blows my mind, Gabe. And this is how God works, is that on a certain day, the mother wood duck communicates to the baby wood ducks that they're supposed to hatch. And do you know what? On that day, every egg, no matter if it was laid on the first day or no matter if it was laid on the 15th day, every egg hatches simultaneously at the mother's command. That just blows my mind. But what that communicates to me, Gabe, is it is paramount that not only is it paramount that that nature 
in order for it to survive, must understand the principle of hearing a voice and, under, and understanding how to follow it. But we, in our own spiritual life, if we want a relationship with God that's fruitful, that's, that's, that's living, we have to understand to hear God's voice. And I think that's so good because it's like as we spend time in the Word and growing closer to the Lord, we're getting to know His voice. Because you right. get to know someone's voice by listening to their words, mm-hmm. right? And just like those different examples you gave, as they listen to um, the whether it was in the in, in speaking of animals, as they listen to right. um, the, the 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 communication of of their parent, they got to know that that sound and that voice. Or even right. with a baby, getting to know the voice of a parent for us as humans, but. They got it through relationship. As they spent right. time, they got to know, right? Well, in the same way, it's like that with the Lord. Mm-hmm. As we spend time with the Lord, we get as we listen to his words, we get to know his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of another illustration of this was, um, I remember years ago, I went whitewater rafting and up in Wisconsin, and I was going whitewater rafting, and there was a, there was a, we, we all got in this raft, and it was probably class three or four rapids, and we were, we were, we all got in this, like, rubber raft. There was, like, I think there was uh, eight of us plus our guides, so there was nine of us there in the boat, and before we got to the part where the rapids were, we started out where the waters were very still, and where the waters mm. were still very, where it was very still, our guide started to teach us to know his voice. So he would say, everybody lean left, and we would all lean to the left. And he would say, everybody lean right, we would all practice leaning to the right. Because the idea is if the rapids would take you up to the left, right. you would need to lean to the right, and if they right. took you up to the right, you need to the left so you wouldn't fall out. I, I remember one time he said something like, everybody lean left, and I either misheard him or misunderstood him. <laughs> everybody lean left, and I leaned right. <laughs> it's a good thing we're in the rapids, I'd have taken a swim. And you know what's interesting, real quick, I'm gonna butt in here, Gabe, is that you could hear his voice in the quietness of that practicing moment. And that was key. Yes, and so he was teaching us to know his voice while the waters were still, still. so when the rapids would come, we would still know his voice. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so important for us as believers to spend time in the Word, quiet, seeking the Lord. You know, Scripture says, be still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. And as we take time before the busyness of the day, if I could put it this way, before the rapids of the day, right. <laughs> the busyness of the rapids. day and the rapids, and sometimes, wow, it can be a wild ride throughout the day. We take time in the morning. Mm-hmm. We quiet our heart before the Lord. We open his word yep. and we and we spend time in his word and allowing him to speak to us through his word and mm-hmm. we get to know his voice. So then throughout the day, Nate, we mm-hmm. stay sensitive to his promptings. Like the reason the guide was teaching us to know his voice in the stillness was because he wanted us to know his voice in the rapids. Well, as we get to know God in the stillness of our quiet time in the mm-hmm. morning, we can then be sensitive to his voice throughout the day, the prompting of his spirit to our spirit. That's good. And for our listeners, as we conclude this epi- episode, I'm just wondering and, and just thinking about the stillness. And it's, it's, it's hard for us to be still, mm-hmm. especially when we're not used to being still. Because in a lot of ways, being still actually makes us come face to face with ourself, come face to face with our with our struggles, come face to face with a lot of different things. But one of the biggest things that we can benefit from in being still is that if we still our hearts to listen to God and we get our hearts in a position of being still to listen to his voice via reading his word and spending time with him, him we will begin to hear God's voice. If you are a born again believer, that means that the spirit of God lives within you. If you take time to listen and hear God's voice as you spend time in the word, he will speak to you. It's guaranteed. Well, in our next episode, we want to talk about practicalities, 
how do we in an everyday life apply this command? So we hope that you join us then. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.